Hey guys, it's PK. Welcome to the Peaks Pod. Round 5 is done and dusted, and some good signs for the future of NRL DFS. Even though prize pools were lower with AFL coming back, we saw some of the prize pools actually being bumped a bit higher, and a number of contests overflowing, so NRL DFS is here to stay, which is great news. In this episode, I'll be taking a look at the first game of Round 6, which is the Knights vs Broncos. Draftars has given us 15k as a prize pool, and the Knights are 6.5 point favourites, with a total of 38.5. The Knights are coming off a valiant effort against the Storm, not necessarily reflected in the 12-26 scoreline, and the Broncos responded with a strong effort after being smashed in the first two rounds after the restart, but they still lost 18-20 versus Manly without scoring a second half point. Looking at team news, and Lachlan Fitzgibbon returns for the Knights in the second row, pushing Aiden Guerra to the bench and Brody Jones out of the side. For the Broncos, Katoni Staggs is injured. Uh, Corey Oates returns to the wing with Herbie Farnworth into the centres. Alex Glenn and Tavita Pangai Jr. return to the side, pushing Joe Offahengawi to the bench and Reese Kennedy out of the side. Isaac Luke is named outside the 17, but he is tipped to come onto the bench. As a general overview, I think the Knights aren't short enough with the bookies, and they're bolstered with Fitzgibbon returning. The Broncos improved in a big way, but I don't really trust their last outing against Manly. Without to power for most of the night, and they genuinely just looked off their game, especially in the first half. I'm looking to use the Knights left side heavily in my lineups, with most of their tries coming there, and Broncos conceding most of the tries on their right edge. Not having stags isn't going to help their chances either. It's not easy though, with Ponga and Best taking up big chunks of the salary cap, so you'll have to make sacrifices elsewhere to fit in that left edge. Moving on to the positional breakdown, and Kalen Ponga comes in at 13.7. He had his worst score for the season, and that was 51, and that's pretty solid against the Storm. He's a bit cheaper this week, and I'm backing him for another big one. I'm tempted to partner him up with Edric Lee at 8.8 again, and he's up against the rookie Xavier Coates, with that Knight's left side humming. Jermaine Asako at 8.8 is the only real worthwhile Bronco at that position. Uh, moving into the centres and the Knights left side again, Bradman Best at 11.5, he's in top form, even managed to try and 45 points against the Storm. I can see him putting up big numbers again, all the other options are cheap and rightly so. In the halves, sticking with the left side with Kurt Mann at 11.4, soldiering on with that ankle injury. Mitchell Pierce at 13.7 has a lower floor this week with less expected kick meters, but has great attacking upside and is worth a pick if you aren't splashing out on Ponga or Best. Brody Croft is the cheapest half at 10.7. His floor is a bit higher this week, and I'm expecting him to rack up plenty of kick meters, but his ceiling is a bit lower against the Knights. His ownership has been 6% the last two weeks, and he could be a cheap pot option if it's a tight game. I'm leaving Anthony Milford out of my calculations. He's a bit too risky at that price, and he doesn't really have the floor like Croft does. In the second row, I like Lockie Fitzgibbon at 10.8. He lines up against Tavita Pangai Jr. and Herbie Farnworth, as well as Brody Croft, and he can find the try line. I don't mind TPJ either at 11.5, who's coming off a big layoff and has attacking upside. I can't see this being a good spot for Clamour at 14.4 or Carrigan at 14 at their price, and I'll be avoiding both of those in most of my lineups. I'd lean towards Carrigan if I had to pick one, with plenty of tackling to do against the Knights. At hooker, McCulloch's at 14.9, gets a well-deserved price bump. He gets all his points in tackles, and looking at the form line, he won't really be matching his recent tackle tally against the Broncos, and he doesn't provide a whole lot in attack. Corey Pakes, similar to McCulloch, only gets most of his points in tackles. He's at 10k, but if Isaac Luke, who's 8.5, is named on the bench, then you're sort of forced to take McCulloch, despite likely poor value. In the front row, the question is Haas or no Haas. Uh, the answer's been yes for most most weeks. 
He's at 20.3, averaging almost 85 since the restart. You're forced to eat the chalk with McCulloch, and the Knights are in form, Ponga's in form, and you almost can't pick all three of them. The winning lineup might not have Payne Haas this week. As a final note, uh, you have to lean on game script more than value in this contest, with the real scarcity of cheap players. You might have to pick some Broncos backs, or maybe some risky bench options to fit in the heavy hitters in terms of fantasy points. I'm having a look at uh, Isaac Luke as a possible bench option. They're not going to pick him just to play 10 minutes. He may well play 25 to 30. Um, and obviously there's uh, Darius Boyd, uh, Herbie Farnworth, who's also coming to the center off the wing. Um, so some sneaky sort of cheap players that you could include. Um, but mainly I'll be focusing my lineups on that Knight's left edge. That's it for me. Good luck with your lineups. And I'll catch you next time for the Friday preview. <laughs>